Hello and welcome to 22 Voices, a podcast series brought to you by the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. I'm Vital Powers, and as a part of this series, I'll be speaking to cultural icons and sporting legends from the West Midlands, looking back over their lives and careers and asking what this region means to them. My guest this week is JK, a pioneer of Birmingham's huge grime music scene. He was born and bred in Small Heath in Birmingham and has gone from rapping with his mates in the park to international success. With tens of millions of views and streams and a feature on Ed Sheeran and Stormzy's number one single just over a year ago, JK, welcome, my bro. How are you feeling? Welcome to 22 Voices. Hey, good, Joe. What are you saying, bro? Let's get straight into it, man. What have you been up to, man? Um, as of recently, bro, I've um, I've nearly got my album finished, and I've been um, I've kind of dwelled into the boxing world a bit, like managing over there. Like that's more the past couple of months. That's been my focus, but like more so, everyone's telling me now that I need to get this album out. So <laughs> transitioning back into that mind state and getting back on music at the minute. I feel like you've built such a buzz here about your album from months ago that it's almost like the anticipation for it now is like crazy. Does that bring a lot of pressure to you, bro? Uh, it would have if I didn't know how it was sounding, bro. But I'm very confident and very happy with what I've got so far, bro. So if it, I did, I do feel like I've been talking about I've I've not dropped an album like in my whole career, bro. And I've been around for some time, so. Mm. My debut album, it's a big thing for me. You get, mm. I'm happy with how it's sounding. It's just wrapping it up now. But it's, it, I feel like it's nothing before it's time, bro. And I already know when it comes, it's going to be amazing, bro. I already know the levels. Everyone already knows the levels that you're at, man. But just to kind of backtrack a little bit, man, just kind of people that might be listening, might be tuned in, might not know JK. So who is JK? Um, <clears throat> I'm a 29-year-old. I'm from Small Eve. Um, I've done music since I was about 15, 16 years old. Um, yeah, brother, mixed race. I think I got the best of both worlds. Like, culture-wise, I understand a lot of things. I think that's why a lot of people can relate to me because I'm so... Um, what's the word, man? Open to everyone. I can get yeah. along with everyone. I can relate with everyone. And I feel like everyone can relate to my story. And that's what's kind of helped me along the way, you get me? Yeah, yeah 100% bro I feel like you're, you're expo- you've been exposed to a lot of things like growing up and like going through music so it, sh- it shows in your music you know what I mean um, before we get into anything deeper you kind of touched on like the boxing space man and I've been watching the Instagram and seeing the lives and whatever else bro like firstly why is that so important to you bro just like the boxing element and, and what are you doing over there in the boxing gym exactly I'm, I'm, I'm managing a fighter called Ibrahim Suleiman yeah he's amateur at the minute um Hopefully, get him active some point this year and next year, turning professional. Like, it's more obviously boxing is something I've grown up with and loved for a long time. And um, I've got my own like media company with, to do with boxing, which is Head Movement TV. That's like me and my like my closest friends from from the ends basically. Like, we all love boxing. You get me? That was our thing. Like, every Saturday, link up at my brethren brothers' yard and we'll watch it. And his dad's old school. His dad loves boxing. His dad's <clears throat> one of the um, coaches from one of the amateur gyms local. So. We've just been around it, bro. And mm. it's a sport where I feel like, I don't know, man, it's it's fair and it's like, it's it's, res- it's respectful, bro. Like, mm. I'm all about, if you've got a problem, that's the best way of solving it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, mm. that's always like, hit me in a way like, I want to teach my son that them, them characteristics and make him like, be in that sport and understand you. Get me, bro. Like, I, literally, bro, he's, he's on it. Like, my son loves, like, loves boxing, bro. Like, I think it's just in us, bro, being where yeah. we're from. There's a lot of amateur gyms around there. you got Eastside Boxing Gym. 
which like holds like the likes of like Shaq and Peters and Sam Eggington. Like that's in Small Leaf, bro. Then you got uh, Pats in Small Leaf. Like there's, in my ends, bro. There's boxing gyms, so it's kind of you can't get away from it. So, but what made you want to manage? I understand being a part of it and getting involved, but like obviously you're an artist and you're building your your you know your your platform and and building on your fans and, and creating more music and gonna release an album at some point, hopefully this year. But what made you say, you know what, during this, I'm going to manage uh, a fighter, hopefully, so we can go professional at one point? It was more so, obviously, when COVID hit us, just say, I just come off Stormzy's European tour, so I was lucky enough to perform last year where a lot of people wasn't, you get me? Mm. So I got back from tour in early, late Feb, early March, and Buffy was straight into lockdown. And then um, D2 was doing pads in the park, basically. So it was all do- getting into boxing a bit more, just to be more on a healthy side, like more than anything. And then, um, like I've known this kid for years now. He's just turned twenty. Like I've known him since he was maybe fifteen, sixteen years old. And people have always told me, like, "Yo, this kid's bad. Like this yeah. kid's gonna, be- this this kid's gonna be that." And I've like I've built a relationship with his family. Like he's he's got like ten brothers, bro. But I've got their trust. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is a friendship, family thing. Like I've seen this kid grow up and. I know his potential, and a lot of amateur people, unless you're GB boxing, amateur fighters don't really have big profiles and have people pushing mm. them. And I'm trying to get him into a position where, like, yo, I can help him. Like, I know I can help him sell tickets when he turns professional. Like, when I took him on in July, he had 3.4 thousand followers, and that was on 11.5 thousand followers. Sick. You get me? So I know what I'm doing. I can get people followers, bro. You can give me someone that can't fight, and I can, I can build them a profile. But with this kid, he's and it is something that I've always wanted to do. It's more retirement path. It's not something I'm trying to just dwell into now quickly. I want to be doing this in 20 years, bro. I hear that. And I, I think it's good while you're active to kind of almost see the future. And I feel like that's what you're doing, man. Just kind of sticking on the boxing for a little bit longer. Um, obviously, like boxing at the Commonwealth Games now, that's going to be in 2022. Is that something that interests you or interests you bringing your fighter there if, if that can happen? Being able to represent your country. It's the best thing you can do, bro. Like, as an amateur boxer, bro, you can't be on better platforms than these things, bro. And he's um he's represented England a few times, like in his amateur days and that. I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush for Ibrahim to do anything. I've got trust in this kid, bro. If if he went coming along and he got to go to Commonwealth Games and he had to be amateur for a few more years, I've got faith and trust in this kid. I know he'll come back to me and let me work with him when he's pro. It's more like I'm building his profile for when he is professional. So we're not knocking on people's doors saying, here, look what we have. I'm going to have the big dogs asking me, yo, we want this kid. That, that's more that's more the, the lane I'm taking it, bro. But obviously, it's not always going to be one kid either as well. Like, Ibrahim, that's my guy right now. Like, that's who I'm focusing on. But if he had the opportunity to go and fight for England, I would never, ever, ever tell him not to, bro. Mm-hmm. Ever. You know what I'm saying? It shows and it shows like that you're not necessarily doing it only for you. You're doing it for... One, the love of the sport, and two, to see a young person get through. Because, again, people from places that we're from don't really get through. And it's like not everyone has the know-how or even the finances to make that happen, bro. So I respect it, man. And I know a lot of people do as well. But let, let me let me divert a little bit, man, because I want to kind of talk about you as an artist and, and like, you know, where you're stemming from. But before that, um, like, how, how important is it for you to, like, support artists as well um, from the younger generation that are coming from the Midlands, coming from Birmingham? I don't, you don't see a lot of people doing it, especially with music. It's a very big ego, like, situated thing. It's a mad business, bro. But I do like to think 
that these youngers can shout me and then get a reply from me. At least, bro. Like, some youths might shout, man, like, yo, and might not get even a reply from people and that, bro. Like, if I can see potential in someone, I will tell them. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? I'm not afraid to tell someone, yo, you're sick. And that's probably the worst thing you can do because, like, something could, bad could happen. You get me, bro? And you never had the chance to tell someone how much you thought of them. You get me, bro? So I'm not shy to tell someone what I think of them. If I, I think someone's talented, I'm, I'm going to tell them they're talented and try and tell them what to do. I've advised a lot of people. Um, a lot of people, like, I've never signed. I'm independent. But more so, me understanding the game a lot more. That's why I've been independent. So when yeah. people get opportunities and, and deals and offers, they know they can run it past me and I'm experienced enough to tell them the right advice. Whereas if they listen to that or they don't, that's up to them, bro. But I will. They know they can come to me and ask me, do you think this is good? And I'm honest enough to say, that's not. You know what I'm saying? Or that <laughs> it's good, then do it. If it's not, I'll tell you don't do it, bro. Like, yeah, what then? So, because you kind of spoke about artists and like people jumping in the DMs and, and like, like you've got, I don't know, like 300,000 plus followers bro so i can't even imagine how difficult it might be with all the constant uh dms and whatever else i mean you spoke through dms and you're getting back to me and and it's just my my thought process is like you say you'll holler to holler back anyone if you need to um and, and there's people with like what ten thousand who can't reply back to nobody bro you've seen it happen with the grind scene now in london for instance yeah you've mm. got your main boys you've got your veterans but where's the afterlife because there's no there's no youth that's coming through this thing mm. and there's no benefits of Birmingham building a scene and building an infrastructure if in 10 years there's no one to keep it going. Like, bruv, I don't... Bruv, I'm happy being, like, me. You get me, bruv? Like, I know, like, I've done my dues, you get me, bruv, and I've got a long way to go, bruv, but I don't think that there won't be a kid that can surpass me and that scares a lot of people, bruv. You know what I'm saying, fam? Like, that, like you just got to be a kid, like, bruv, like football, bro. Like, you put Pele... And Ronaldo on the pitch, bro. You're going to call them both greats. But really, Ronaldo's better, bro, because he's advancing the times. You know what I'm saying, bro? But you got to respect Pele, though, bro, because mm. he's the greatest ever. But he could never play with man today, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, fam? There's got to be a kid to surpass me, bro. I want to take my hat off to that kid, bro, when he yeah. does. You know what I'm saying? Like, All right, let me know if I can touch on this, bro, because I, I know it's a touchy one. But again, you you speaking about young artists and supporting them. And I can name a few, like... I've seen you show love to Tanner. I've seen you show love, obviously, to Depp's man. Um, and I might be getting this guy's name wrong. Is it KD? KD, yeah. KD, yeah. So, and I'm talking real. I don't mean a quick shout out. I'm talking like, you know, bringing them on your shoulder, like taking them through, bro, to the point that... No, but the point is you recognise things that a lot of people didn't recognise in, in just them three artists, for example. And Tanner's done wonders last year. Depp's man is who Depp's man is and, and, and he'll be known forever. Like, he's on your hand, you get me? Uh, and then KD as well. But what I really want to ask, bro, like, how, how, how do you use that energy now? Because it's like you champion these people and, and, you know, two of them sadly have passed away. But, like, how do you move forward with this? Like, knowing that, you know, you've help these people get something in life and even help their families in some way, shape or form. And then you're like, you know, moving forward. It's far emotional. Them three youths you just mentioned, yeah, that's who man have invested in a lot. You get me, bro? Mm. And two of them ain't no more, bro. So that's like a jinx in my head. You get me, bro? It's scary, bro. Like, scary champion another kid, bro, because I've, I've seen it. More with Depp's man, obviously. Like, KD is from man's ends. Mm. So it weren't just like me championing him. It's like his uncle... Me, D2, Beans, was all around this shoot. You couldn't believe his talent, bro. You get me, bro? Yeah. And then, boom, he never got to see the fruits of his labour, bro. Like, that kid would have been someone very big now, bro. Like, Dex, man, it kills me to think about my man, bro. You get me? Like, 
it's like a big bro, little bro situation with them family. It's a deep one still, but people might not. Like, I'm happy knowing that people know who Dexman is, bro. Yeah. There's kids that didn't know about him in 2013 that still find out about him today. His mum's going around schools and spreading his name. People know him through all bro. Like, people know him, you get me, bro. But people never got the chance to see him when he was out here, bro. You know, like, because of you and obviously because of the works that Depsman did, bro, I heard him in a in a Jammer lyric the other day and I heard him in a JME lyric the other day. My point is, because of the energy you lot put in, like, it's transcended. Like, he's here to stay. His energy's here to stay. And I, I personally love that because when I look at things that you've done for them, like, and then even for Abraham, I look at, like, my brother read the title and what I've done for him and, and Jinx and all these other people from Wolves, you know what I'm trying to say? And, and I get it. I get it because we can't have all this knowledge and skill and, and understanding and not pass it to people, bro. Like, we have to do that, bro. Yeah, man. So, growing up in, in Small Heath, uh, living in Birmingham, home of the Peaky Blinders, um, the reason why I mention these three things is because you got a video called Moscow. And I remember when I saw it, and this is when I first started watching Peaky Blinders, it goes, yo, he's done it, bro, he's done it. And I've seen, like, over the years, kind of, or at least months, uh, like, a little, not a, not an infatuation, but just some kind of link to you and the Peaky Blinders and almost like, maybe wants to be in, like, the next series and whatnot, bro. So how did that all come about? And, and what, why did you even kind of, you know, set Moscow as, like, a Peaky Blinders spin-off kind of thing? Obviously, someone was going to do it eventually, I think. And um, it's it from man's ends, bro, man. Like, yeah. How often TV program come out and it's set in your area? You get me, bro? Like, it's small leaf. You hear them saying it, bare. Like, the pub that they drink in the garrison, I swear my mum's life, I can tell you bare mad things that happen in the garrison, bro. <laughs> stories in the garrison, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's their local in the program. So it's just proper, like, it's mad to watch mm. you get talk about mad things like that. Relate to man and yeah, it's it's mad. Mm. I feel like you got the Midas touch, man. Let me think about it. Mist, Lady Leisha, um, um, Lotto Boys. Um, there's a few things I've se like I've seen you get involved in, and then that person fly with you. If that makes sense. I feel like I'm involved in a lot of people's story. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, not like I've bossed people, or because they've done a tune with me that their career's done so well. Never. No, I don't think like that. But I'm definitely in tune with a lot of people's stories like little boys bro lucas's older brother was my best friend lucas's older brother i done that in my head bro yeah <laughs> but yeah how did he do that bro bro lucas was my best friend yeah they used to live four doors away from my mum bro yeah yeah I, alex is a couple years older than me lucas is a couple years younger than me but i used to roll with alex i remember them like moved to newtown and i was wounded bro the whole family went we was all wounded. Oh, really Years and years and years later, I've realised this is little Lucas, Alex's <laughs> bro. I didn't know that little Lucas was Alex's little brother for, like, for years, bro. Mad, mad, like, mad. After I'd met them, after I knew them, after I'd probably done, like, it's mad still. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, um, but, like, I know everyone differently. Like, it's yeah. not just music relationships. I actually know people, mm. bro. But I think that's the best, that is the best kind of relationship in the sense of music when you already know them or there's like a deeper connection because then the music just comes and and maybe it don't come but then the energy and the friendship's there yo what's the, what's the pressures then um of of like being an artist now in birmingham and again it kind of links to your position bro because there are some people in a similar space but i can't name people that got number ones bro i, I can't name them so what's the pressure like or is there even pressure Try not to like have pressure on me. I'm I'm a person I always think I work better under pressure, especially like if I've got a like literally like a time to get something done or a date to get something done. 
I'll have desperate people, everyone worried. Like, I'm not going to meet the deadline. And I do it, bro. Like, I feel like I've got that touch, bro. I feel I like working under pressure in that sense, but not under pressure in the sense of, like, like how can I, how can I explain? Not even that, to make me a Muppet. Not even to, like, someone to look at me as a Muppet. It's just, I'm a role model now. Mm-hmm. You get me, bro? And I've got kids that look up to me. I've got adults that look up to me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like attention, bro. If people mm. like you, if people meet me, bro, I'm not really the attention person, bro. Like I show love to every single person, bro. I can just keep it moving, bro. Like that's just me. Like I've got that reputation in, bro. Like you're gonna see me. I've everyone's got a mutual friend with me. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Facts, facts, facts. They might know me from Brom, but they definitely can get in. If you want to get in contact with me and Brom, bro, I'm very, very like I'm. I'm in the end still, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I respect I, it, bro. Because. Not that kind of bad man thing, though, bro. Nah. This is where I want to be, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't, I feel like if you can't walk around with your head high in the area that you come from, bro, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, don't you think, though, there's a certain point? Now, I don't know. I'm just saying it's like more like devil's advocate where, let's say, I don't know, man. You, you, could you say this is high, bro? But let's say, let's just be mad with it. Let's say you go Drake level with it, bro. You reckon you can walk around small heath, heath calm? It's not unusual for me to pass through or someone to see me in a place... People ask me, like, I'll be in Asda or Morrison, people are like, I can't, I can't, what are you doing here, man? Like, where else am I meant to go, bro? You know, i my whole life, bro. Like, where else am I meant to go, like? Um, all right, cool then. So at this point in your career now, you've got, I think you've got two kids, yeah? Yeah, yeah. What's that like, bro? I'm not a father myself, but I, I basically raised my brothers, isn't it? Um, what's that like, man? Is it, is it, is it difficult? Is there, is there, has anything changed about the way you, you move or manoeuvre now that you've got two kids? 100%. Like, with my son, um, I'd say more so. Like, my son was my firstborn, so that really made me, like, fix up and made me want to do music more. It made me want to be a man more. Like, I would have said I was a man before I had a son, but I wasn't a man until I had a son. Like, you've got someone else to look after. You get me, bro? Mm-hmm. And if I want to take my life seriously, bro, I'm not. I can't be selfish and just put myself first, bro. There's someone else there that I've always got to look after before me. So it makes you take things more serious in a sense. Like yeah. people would think, like even me, as like like before, I knew I was going to have a son. I would have thought having a child was a burden. Being a musician, you know what I'm saying? It's going to hold you back and things like that. But it's it, it it's you can look at it in that sense, bro. Or it's going to make you like graft. You know Work what I'm saying? Hard. It's gonna make you go in, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and like, I know that like, there's a there's a there's a benchmark that I've always got to like live up to, bro. Because mm-hmm. one day my dad's gonna watch myself, and I don't want him to watch myself and think I want him to watch me and think, yeah, my dad was on bits. Not my dad was an idiot. <laughs> what are you doing? You know what you want about that? <laughs> I want him to watch me and think, yo, dad, you was still you was all right, still like. Dad's all right. <laughs> Maybe never tell me, but with his bedrooms, my bedrooms know like my dad was hard. You get me? And a, and a quiet one in it, and a quiet one. Yeah. Still. Like it's it's more that so my son my son was more that and my daughter's more um it's more I don't know when it makes you soft and it it's makes you more bro it's more like it's the best of both worlds bro yeah it is like I would have said the same with having my son like I'd never ever put myself in a predicament predicament now or always think about something before I do something but with her it's even more so now bro man like um so money bro I'm just touching on all the spaces bro like. How important is money to you? And I mean more like the concept of it, bro, because, again, I feel like when people touch a bit of money, whatever that might mean to a person, it becomes a different... It don't, it's not the same. You know what I'm trying to say? Like Yeah, Um. I was like... I do think, like, obviously to live a life that you want to live and to be happy in that, money does fall into it in some certain 
aspect. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. If you want to live, you're probably going to need it, depending what kind of person you are. Nine times out of ten, you're going to need dough to do what you want to do in life. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? Unless you're just some proper, blessed, simple person who doesn't yeah. care about these things, you get me, bro? But it's just life, and it, bro? It's like, yeah. you need bro, so... But it's more so getting a bit older now. It's like, you can't spend your money if you're dead. You get me? That's so, like, bro. health has become a thing, bro. Like, I'm a big guy, bro. Like, but I'm on my gym and that now, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and that's having two kids and that as well, bro. And that's having people around me that are healthy, not wake up one morning, bro. You get me, bro? Mm-hmm. And they're young, like, man. Like, you mm-hmm. hear these things, bro. Like, someone might not wake up in their sleep, bro. And there's nothing wrong with them, bro. Mm. Health-wise, the same ages, man. There's nothing wrong with them, but we're out here abusing our smoke, our drink, the party. You get me, bro? Mm. Like I do like money. Like I'd be a liar if I said I didn't, bro. But I realise more now. Like it's more to set up things for when I'm not here as well. Yeah. Like it's more like I want money for more when I'm not here than when I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah. You you want your money to transcend for the for the generations, bro? I get that, man. I get that. Um. Couple things, man. Like who who influ- who influence influences you at this point now? Um, I'd say the biggest, the biggest people. Like obviously, like I've seen a lot of my friends become millionaires and things yeah. like that. Like I've seen H change his life around mad. I've seen Stormzy go from that to this. You know what I'm saying? Like. I've been around Ed, you get me, bro? So I've seen the levels. I've been, I've seen, nothing can impress me no more, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. Being around Ed Sheeran, bro, and knowing what my man's dealing with, bro, there's not another person, like, no one can flex on me ever again. Yeah. I know the levels, <clears throat> nothing can me up. I'm not going to look at something and think, wow, because I've seen, I've seen, like, what you can get to, the, the, probably the highest. Listen, not to talk about Ed, yeah, but, I heard that wherever he lives, he's just bought out the whole area. Like the whole, like the... Swear down, bro, yeah. You know when you're a kid, yeah? Like me even, bro. I'm, I definitely had these thoughts like, yeah, when I'm older and I'm rich, I'm going to buy all my friends' <laughs> house. And I'm buying all for... Jano, he did it, bro. He's got them all around him, bro. They're all around him. I swear down. He, I swear, bro. <laughs> oh, he's never going to hear this, bro. That's <laughs> He's such a sick guy, bro. I yeah. swear down, bro. Like, yeah. I've got like, I've got all like personal stories with him, things that he's done for me, bro. That I'm not yeah. gonna go put out in today. You get me, bro? Yeah. Like, I've got a lot of love and time for Ed Sheeran, bro. Like, and he trusts me as well. You get me? Like, I know he sick. trusts me with certain things that have happened. You don't have to tell me the details, but I want to hear the details, bro. How did that tune come about? Because that when I seen. What I saw, because I seen the things trans- like transpiring as it was going on, like little clips online. Then I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" I'm like, "Is is H and JK doing the tune or doing a remix?" Or like, I just couldn't, I couldn't get it. And then when I seen it and I seen a video and I seen all four you on, and the fact that all four you artists, Ed, H, JK, and Stormzy, in my head, are all at completely different places in their career, but are all superstars at the same time. You get me? Like, like how did that, how did that transpire, bro? Uh. The first time I ever heard about that song, I wasn't involved in it, yeah? So I was yeah. H coming to my house. It was chill. I remember he was in my back garden. And then um, he was like, oh, yeah. Uh, Stormzy told me that Ed Sheeran wants me to jump on a tune. And I was like, what? I went mad. I was like, like he was gassed, but he went, as, he went gassed. You get me? Bro? <laughs> like, like, too many things was happening to him these times as well. Yeah. Like, life's changed like that, bro. Like... He's just become the star boy instantly, bro. Like, mm-hmm. he's killed it. So, 
I don't know if it hit him. Like, it, like it hit me more for him than it hit him. If you know what I'm saying, you get me. So I'm saying, bro, Ed Sheeran and Storms in you on one tune, and like just forgot about it, bro. Yeah, like they, they. Uh, I don't know how long ago after, bro. I was watching the Champions League final, bro, and I got a DM. He's, he's recently saying like, yo, I love your stuff. I've been played it by a load of people and that. Like, keep it up, basically. Like, this is as, like, all the players are standing up, like, just before kick-off, yeah? The game's just about to start, bro. I got this DM, bro. I kept checking, like, I was, like, this bear was in the room. Yeah. I'm not saying nothing, bro. I'm like, <laughs> Eddie's photos, yeah. This is his page. Google it. What is Eddie's <laughs> Blue tick, like, yo, and I was just like, from there, and then he's asked me to jump on the tune, bro. Sick, sick. You yeah, reckon man. You reckon that's just transpired from, like, H telling you, then it coming back around, or, you, or he's always always had it in his head, and he's just, like, waiting for the he, right time? He had an idea of me, and knowing where I go on, and if it was a thing, like, there's other people you could pick from, bro. Yeah, like, I think he's always known, like, not always known, yeah. but I think he's known for some time, and it just felt like the right thing to do, bro. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I just dropped a tune with H, Stormzy's gonna put in a good word for man along the line, bro. I think it was a good thing, bro. Like I think I spun it, bro. Out of bro, I, I think I think the whole tune was sick. I love what you did over H. I I had like per, on a personal one, like me vital speaking. I was so happy, bro. I can't I can't actually explain, it's bro. A moment, bro, man. Like, oh, bro, and it's more how Ed dealt with man. Like, Ed would come down and been like a diva, and everyone would have accepted it, bro. Everyone's it's Ed Sheeran in it, bro. Where, <laughs> bro? We've done the first shoot in Manchester and we've got on the tour bus down to Birmingham, yeah? It's an actual tour bus, yeah? Yeah. We film little bits on there. It's just travel, basically, bro, yeah? We've come to Birmingham. As we got to Birmingham, he's like, yo, where can we get a curry? Like, you want a curry? He's like, yeah. Man's hit on Alan Rock Road, yeah? Bro, if you're from Brom, fam, yeah? Ed Sheeran's hitting up Alan Rock Road, yeah? <laughs> 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 oh, that's sick, bro. That's so sick. It's so normal, fam. At the pub now, the pub's in the ends as well, bro. Yeah, like literally local fam. The whole man, everyone's all my brethren's kids are there, sisters are there, all my brethren's are there, bro. Yeah, bare people, everyone's out, fam. Yeah, and bro, he just showed love to every person, bro. He took photos with every single person, and people's asking to do silly videos. Can you say hello to this person? Done every video. Sick. He had one man with him, yeah. That's not even like his security, bro. It's more like his family, bro. Yeah, but he was with us, yeah, like. And he was walking out and he was like, are you everything all right, Ed? He's like, yeah, it's going outside. He's going out the pub on his one, bro. Calm. Everyone's outside the pub, bro. People doing wheelies, people doing mad things. We're like, It's just like, it was a mad thing to see him embrace everybody like that. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have to, bro. Mm. And everyone, it's not like he could have come to the ends and acted like some diva being who he is. A man's wouldn't have, everyone would have just been like, yeah, it's my man, isn't it, bro? Yeah. Like, this is his life, bro. But I swear, I swear down, bro. You come out and show time to everybody, bro. Sick. Bro, bro, when I think about it, bro, anytime you think about big artists or big people, like, for example, Kevin Hart, Will Smith and Ed Sheeran, these kind of characters who are, like, worldwide, global, you hear them stories where they literally will shake everybody's hand, bro, like everybody, and show yeah, love bro. to everyone. And that's why they are where they are, if that makes sense. Bro, Do you know what I mean? I went, imagine, yeah, it was my babe mum's birthday, yeah? Mm-hmm. Went to watch Ed Sheeran in Leeds, 60,000 people, yeah? He had, um, Lewis Capaldi was supporting him, yeah? Mad thing, Leeds Park, massive, bro. Like, imagine the biggest festival ever just for you, bro, yeah? Yeah. It's like that, bro, 60,000 people it was, I think, yeah? Or 70, might have been. And I told him, like, through messages, when I first started speaking to him, like, thinking out loud, 
If I ever get married, that'll be the song that I get married to, yeah? Like, that's what I said to him. Like, that's my tune, nigga. <laughs> yeah. So, bro, two twos, bro. This is like a year down the line, bro. Yeah, man's gone to his show. And, um, like, as he's performing, I took my baby. It's her birthday. I'm with my baby mom, yeah? Yeah. And, like, he's, he started doing some conversation. Like, he's talking to the crowd. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, how's everyone doing and that tonight? Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, look, I know some of you have got kids and some have had to get babysitters. He goes, well, my friend's come down from Birmingham today. Um, him and his missus. Oh, it's her birthday today. So everyone's gone, Ooh! everyone started screaming. Yeah, it's her birthday today. And they've had to get babysitters and that to come down. Everyone's like, oh. So yeah, yeah, I just want to dedicate this song to JK and his missus on her birthday. When your legs don't work like they used to. <laughs> oh, that, I've never got goosebumps like that in my life. Gareth Southgate's next to me. Lose the to me. I'm like, bro, I'm going to looking at me like, oh, so this is who he's bigging up. You get me, bro? Mental, bro. Yo, surreal moment. Surreal, bro. Like, like, it's mad. I don't think there's no better feeling than that. And I, I, I'm trying to, like, you know, put it in my head. But I just know that goosebumps, yeah. everything, fam. That's mad. Hey, what? Because can we, like, kind of get into the end of it? I want to ask you a few more questions, man, Car. Firstly, bro, you've just been mad entertaining, but also mad informative and just, like, I respect it, bro. Thank you. Um, just talking on Birmingham a little bit more, man. Like, do you reckon Birmingham gets the recognition it deserves, bro? Um, and if so, why not? When it comes to, like, the growing conversation, yeah, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more so now, yeah. Like, people are realising, like, the growing thing over here, like, if you know, then you know kind of thing, mm. yeah. And there's enough people out there, even other grime MCs from London, that will say, yo, the bro man kept the thing alive. But this is the reason why things are going on. This is why Skepta dips his fat foot back his, his foot back into grime. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Straight it's, yeah, bro. Like, we are a big part to playing it like that. But as a scene, as a whole, I don't think we've... Um, I don't think we've got the respects that we maybe do deserve. But I think, like... There's going to be a few pivotal moments in the next coming years. Mm-hmm. But hey, be undeniable, bro. Yeah, nah, yeah. I think I think it is a time thing, bro. Um, yeah, man. So, COVID, I don't think I really mentioned. And if I did, it was near the start. Um, as, how, how has that affected you, bro? Like, from March 2020 till now? Oh, man, I've made a couple of tunes, bro. <laughs> That's it. It's back. Bro, yeah, bro, man. Like, it's mad. It's like it's all built up. And me feeling like all sorry for myself and being all selfish, it feels like, oh, as I was drop, about to drop my album and do my album, COVID happened, you get me, But secretly, that might have been a, a, not a hindrance, but like now you can make it better than it was going to be, if that yeah. kind of makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean? More so, I definitely want to tour my stuff, man. Like, I've, I've pushed back my tour. I, know, I ain't announced the tour yet, but I've pushed it back twice, bro, because... There's been two dates that we've had for the album where it's just been pushed back now. But more so, I've seen Heady and I've seen Nines. They've done very well. You get me? There's been success in the charts and that. You get me, bro? But I feel like I'm sitting on a classic, so I don't want it. I don't want to drop a mad album and then not be able to tour it. Tour it. I hear that. Is the album coming this year? 100% 100% coming this year. I'm 30 this year, man. It's coming. Has to. Has to, right? Yeah, bro. Definitely. A few more fire fire questions, yeah? What's the worst advice you've ever received, bro? Worst? It's probably... I'm trying to think who it was, though. Like, <laughs> that got man into, like, trying nearly... Someone took a studio. It's not even worst advice. It's just some mad position, bro, that someone tried to put man in as a youth. Like, at 18, 19, 
I went to some producers yard, yeah, like by London. He'd done some big, big, big tunes, his geezers, yeah, but he was at the end of his career. <laughs> got there, bro. And they were trying to make my sign deals that day and that, bro. Serious? Yeah, yeah. And Jesus. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, that's probably one of the maddest things that's ever happened to man, bro. Right. I was what? I would have done it, bro. It's sad because you see, not you, but when you're a younger artist, them things can gas you up. It's like, cool. Let me sign for five grand. Of, of the most of the American rap game, how a lot of these people find deals like one day, bro, like no lawyer, no nothing, bro. Yeah, finesse, man. And then what's the what's the best advice or best situation that you've been in? I'd say the best advice I've ever got is from Skepta, and he told me like, "Yo, don't you say no." <laughs> like that, bro. Hey, no. hey, let me share this, bro. When me and Jinx went to some party ages ago, like a year ago or more than a year ago now. And Jammer brought me there, and and Skepta was there, and we was chatting outside. Me, Jammer, and, and, and Jinx, I think. Skepta walked past and says, "Yo," because he heard us, heard our voice. He goes, "You men are from Bromore Midlands or whatever." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then we said something about money, and he goes, "Yo, what is that?" He goes, "Yo, time isn't real." I made, I, I ain't gonna say what he said, but he said he made a certain amount of money at two a.m. Time isn't real, Bridge. And I, so for some reason, that statement's never left my head, bro. Yeah. That with a lot of gems, bro. I promise, Skepta comes out with mad gems, bro. Like he's. I remember what it was like, basically, when he's saying just say no, it's in the, in the circumstance like, like someone could ask you some, for something and your best interest, you might want to do it, but you might not have the time to do it, bro. So t instead of making that person feel a way against you, just you get go, bro. All right, Jay, literally two more questions, bro. Um, firstly, thank you so much, bro. It's been an amazing conversation, man. But I want to ask you just two strong questions that I feel matter to us, matter to the Midlands. Firstly, who do you think is up next from the Midlands in the sense of, Who's the next person to fly the flag or to just come through? From the Midlands, as such, I'd say. Okay, we can, we can keep it Brom, but I only said Midlands in case it's someone that might be from West Brom or Dudley, like a little bit outside of it, you know what I mean? I feel like someone that's going to have a big, big career and that's coming up right now is Pastor Lou, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like he's going to have his dent on the scene, bro, to be fair. Yeah. Like, he's, I do like my man. Um... And then more, more Birmingham now than who who Birmingham was. Who from Birmingham do I think? I'd love K2 to pull his socks up, man. Yeah, fam. Because he's got a lot of potential, bro. I feel like that kid's got a lot of potential and he mm. comes back for a bit and then he shows away and then he comes back for a bit and I feel if he just stayed on it and went bam, 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 mm. bam, he'd take off. Definitely in this climate that we're in now, I think he would definitely, like, he'd kill it. Um, who else from Birmingham, man? Obviously, I've got more people. Like, I know Daps is coming with a lot of stuff soon. Yeah. I know Yasin with a lot of stuff soon. Bowser. But they're not, not they're like been with me for a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think more up and coming, like. Like almost Tanner and below. That's what I'm kind of thinking. It's right now, T Rhodes is putting in a lot of work, bro. Yeah, fam. 100%. He's putting in a lot of work, man. And if he markets himself right, he can get all the girls. He can spit bars, bro. He could have a very good career, bro. Um, he can have all the school kids, man. I think, you know them younger, like, they forget that their crowd is so accessible, bro. Like, right, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, he's got a long, bro. He's got a long career, bro. He can, Facts. Like, I'm 30, bro, and I probably started spitting when he's probably his age now, bro, so mm -hmm. he's got a long um, Are you still, a, you still a blues fan? Yeah, man, of course. What, what blues, blues for life? Blues for life, bro. <laughs> that's one thing I know about you more than anything else is that you support blues. Like, that's like the... <laughs> cornerstone thing bro alright cool what's next for JK and I can't even say in 2021 
because we don't really know what the year's looking like, but just what's the next step? After the album, the album's out, the tour's done or happening, what's the next step? Um, I've been casted in a big production series. Yeah. Man like, man like Moby? Or? Something else, bro. Like something, no disrespect to Man Like Moby, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's gang, bro, but something on a bigger scale, so. Sick, sick, sick. Um, I'm gonna just going to dive into everything, bro. And like from my first album, there won't be much time in between my second album either. Okay. Yeah, I'm not just gonna like hit on me one album and go, bro. I'm gonna do, like, yeah, I'm gonna get to work again because the music I'm making now doesn't fit the, the, what I've made for that album. Do you get me? I hear that. I hear that. 100. It's a bit different, bro. So, and I'm gonna take it back to somewhere else. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get nasty on the second album, bro. But this first album's a classic grind yeah. album, bro. Yeah. I respect that. I think I think I think your 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 first album has to be almost like a staple to who you are, like in in its full entirety. So if ever bro, like Mike's being around Mike Skinner has inspired me, like to in the sense where yeah. you make a classic album or two in his sense, bro. You make two classic albums, bro. You can come back in seven eight years and tour them again. I mean, That's... more than you ever made, bro. You get I'll, me? You're right, man. Everyone's if you do a, if you do your first first and or second album correctly, bro. And I just think about Kano, Home Sweet Home, Dizzy yeah, Rap. Yeah. Like, they yeah, could just... Yeah, Kano can talk for years. Forever, bro. Facts, bro, facts. Um, bro, I appreciate you, man. Honestly, it's been a sick conversation. I I, I feel to say this just because you're here, bro. Like, uh, a lot of people I've interviewed just over the time in, in different spaces. This has been my most fun, bro. I can't even lie, fam. You have some bad boy gems and some bad boy stories, you get me? But, yeah, we really appreciate it, man. Um, I just want to say thanks. And uh, listen, good luck for the album. You know, I'll be listening. Whenever you talk, fam, holler me. I'm hosting the next one. I've already said it. It's out there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. There, fam. You've been listening to 22 Voices from the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. I've been Vital Powers, and thank you to my special guest, JK. To hear more from 22 Voices, head to birmingham2022.com forward slash 22 voices and don't forget to subscribe by searching for 22 voices wherever you listen to podcasts thank you for listening and i'll catch you again next time